all right hey what's good to find down so everything's good i'm over at my parents house so they have they're getting ready for sunset in a little bit so you probably hear that but i wanted to record this real quick okay so um it was at this moment i knew i had to come on here and listen to this with you you can probably see on the thumbnail it's titled black lives matter headed for bankruptcy y'all when i tell you um in the crypto world we have we call it a rug pull nah this is not a rug pull this is a rag snatch okay it the, the rugs are being snatched okay um heading for bankruptcy and listen um so i <laughs> let me play the the soundbite that made me laugh because i'm going to start it from the top i'm at the 55 second mark and um Listen to, uh, I, I don't remember this guy's name, but he's interviewing Jesse Peterson. So he goes. That's a whole clown. Hold on. I care about. Good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Uh, th this is probably going to end up being an utter waste of my time having you on the show. Uh, do you, oh, what, what are your thoughts about You Black don't Lives know that. Matter? You may learn something. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, uh, preacher. Uh, what? <laughs> If you look at the look on his face, it is full of contempt. <laughs> He's trying not to breathe so that the guy, this Jesse Peter guy, can't <laughs> breathe his air. They're not even in two different in the same room. <laughs> okay, but let's let's go from the top. I don't know. I've never um seen this black conservative perspective one. I'm low-key kind of scared. I don't want it to populate my algorithm. Oh yeah, I can see it's probably gonna be some mess. All right, but I wanted to hear about the, the bankruptcy collapse, y'all. That is profound. That was a multi-million dollar enterprise. It was funded by a lot, I, not, from what I know, Jeff's or George Soros. And I feel like if if the ones who benefited the most from it were black men, in my opinion. So the energy behind it, she calling for sunset. All right, all right, all right. So, um... Let me finish this up and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of tonight. But listen, so um, I feel like black men are the ones who benefited the most from that movement. Whatever they were going to do to move forward, you know, and to progress themselves and to have all the help that they needed. That was their time. And I even I did a podcast, I think was it a night or two ago. And we've been doing temple talks about how. If I'm encouraging us to kind of live in this um, mind space of looking at ourselves and our surroundings as, as temples and what it means to realize that we need to have things in place to protect that sacred space, to protect ourselves, um, to ascend to higher grounds of thinking. And <clears throat> when I was, um, I had finished recording the podcast and in the description I put, this is me making a call for women to move their temples to higher ground. And then a day after that, I was like, wow, what I'm really telling divine feminines is to, um, cause it, at some point I'm starting to cross over to where it's not just black women, it's women in, in general, especially, I mean, as, as a uh, collective, even when you look at what's happening in Japan, right. And, uh, Hispanic women, right. Um, but 
um, Indian, Indian, like Middle Eastern as well, too. Um, am I missing? I, so it's a pulling back of the, the protective forces that come with women being their voices and putting them first and at all costs and sacrificing ourselves. So that energy is definitely being pulled back. Um, myself, my, you know, the people that I listen to, it's kind of like, Hey, time to go to higher ground, pull back, you know? So let's kind of muddle through this. It's a 17 minute video. Um, I think for the most part, most of you know, my perspectives on things. So I'll try to temper it with not having to talk too much, but you already kind of know how I feel about certain things. So this first 45 seconds, um, I did not upload a podcast cause it, I know I was going to really like stomp on some toes with that one. And, and so, but, um, I actually got a chance to see some of the hearing hearings for the reparations, the conversations that are happening out here in, in California. And y'all, I think it's really sad that if, if people, especially the black community saw, and I'm not talking about the task force, I'm not talking about the task force, but if you hear like, this is one of the guys that's out here trying to represent the black community. It is horrible. Like no presentation, no grammar, no decorum, no, no <clears throat> grasp of, of things that really matter. And this is, and then you wonder why we're kind of looked at funny by other people. This is who's representing us. And I, I have to pick a thumbnail, um, but if you get a chance, like I said, it's on the black pers black conservative perspective. I'm not saying to follow that person. This is the first time I'm clicking on their channel. I feel almost to my own detriment. And that's why I think I laughed too when um that one guy said, he was talking to Jesse Peterson. He's like, I feel it's going to be a waste of my time, y'all. <laughs> so let me go ahead and play him. And he sounds, he looks just as mush mouth as he, so this is a whole important meeting about reparations and he's here in a regular t-shirt, throwing his arms all around, looking real thuggish. And then when you listen to the content, I'm like, you can see why people don't respect the things that we have to say. Here we go. All this nonsense, homelessness and all this other garbage y'all talk about, police violence and all this stuff, don't nobody care about that. Don't nobody real care about that. We care about our reparations. <coughs> and we have to put white people on notice that we want our reparations. That our four parents and us, we didn't work for free and underpaid and all this nonsense. And the white folks get away with it. And they talk about the great city they're building. No, we want our reparations. $3 million per person. And I think part of what pissed started to get under my skin at this point was um I like I said I've been paying attention to the conversations in California there are several um proposition like I wouldn't say propositions but proposals and they range between 1.5 million to 5 million I don't think given the things that he set up until this point that there's any strategy um this strategy of you thinking that you can wave your hands around and just beg people to give you stuff is not doesn't work <clears throat> And so I think that given once you start to understand the nature, he's just being selfish. He's not really thinking about um, like the younger generation, because if you're going to go, go for the full five again, maybe I don't know where he came out with three, because like I said, when I looked at the, the stuff, it, you know, it was either one point five million or or five million. 
So I don't know where he got this three. I don't know if he's trying to reach some type of a middle ground. But to a certain degree, it's just kind of like he's an older person. So he just figures, well, I can use three million to kind of get through the rest of my life. <clears throat> Who cares about what it means? I don't You know, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But let's keep playing this. Three million dollars per person right here in this city. That's the only thing black people got to care about. All this other little nonsense y'all talk about, we do not care about. Good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Uh, this so this, uh, oh, okay. I think this is called, um, I think it's like a lawyer. I think he's a lawyer. Uh, I can't see his name on here, but he's interviewing Jesse Lee Peterson. If I see his name pop up, I, you'll probably recognize his voice because I've seen him a couple times before. Um, let's go. This is probably going to end up being an utter waste of my time having you on the show. Uh, do you, what, what are your thoughts about You don't know that. Now? You may learn something. Well, we'll, we'll see, uh, Preacher. Uh, what, is, what's about, what is it about Black Lives Matter uh, that you disagree with, fundamentally? Black Lives Matter was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians. Okay. Wow. And I was just going to come on here and talk about how I have forgotten how mushed mouth jesse peterson is i don't even think he ha but did you hear what he listen i'm when i'm telling you divine feminines just need to pull their energy all the way back and like i said even if um at the beginning because i i got to the 55 second mark um <clears throat> from what i understand this was founded by a whole entire white zaddy george soros right you had women at black women at the forefront and the people who benefited the most from this were black men. I never saw Black Lives Matter come out for Breonna Taylor or any other black woman in that regard. And so it's the audacity for me. And and even if this is the thing, like even the thing, the him saying that it was fat, ugly, black women or lesbians, instead of being thankful and you saw them with the movement, and if his argument is going to be like, we're just dumb bees or whatever that can't run the organization or whatever that was. You would think that male leadership, it would be in their best interest to go in and be supportive and, and help it to continue forward. You would think, right? So why would you, if he's there to complain about <clears throat> BLM collapsing, why would you turn around and denigrate them? Wouldn't you want to put them on a higher, you know, elevate them so that there's a demand to keep it going all right let me y'all i listen if you want to click off right now what listen like i said like the guy said i feel like it's gonna be a complete waste of my time <sighs> let's go you don't know that you may learn something well we'll, we'll see uh preacher uh what is, what's about what is it about black lives matter uh that you disagree with fundamentally black lives matter was founded by a bunch of fat black radical lesbians okay and who All hate right, have god this clown off my show i appreciate who you hate god, who hate the nuclear family. oh he said get this clown off my show and it was just done just like that that was not even so it, that was like a 45 second mark and it's 109 and they dropped him from the thing I don't remember this guy's name. I've seen him before, though, but it's not coming to the top of my mind. It's something like indisputable with, um, I think he's a lawyer. I'm going to go back because it, it ends so quick. <laughs> I love it. 
Makes me love this clip even more. Oh my gosh. I want to end up being an utter waste of my time having you on the show. Uh, do you, oh, what, what are your thoughts about You Black don't know Lives that. Matter? You may learn something. Well, we'll, we'll see, uh, Preacher. Uh, what, what's about, what is it about Black Lives Matter uh, that you disagree with fundamentally? Black Lives Matter was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians. Okay. And who All hate right, have God. I get this clown off my show. I appreciate you. Who Thank hate you. God, <laughs> who hate the nuclear family. Yeah. Listen. Attention. Commercial. <laughs> this is, he's like, you're not about to breathe my air. You're not about to waste another second of my life. Let me click off this commercial. It's not what I deserve. It's not what any of us deserve. So this is a woman. Um, and next to her is a picture of Candace Owens. So, you know, we're going to head into more mess, y'all. Here we go. Oh, so just be diligent. When you see shit in the media and you see shit that's being talked about, please be diligent. Okay, if I'm going to infer from what I'm seeing in the title of the of the thing, I wonder if she's one of the leaders of the BLM. I don't know. We'll see. Because they are purposefully doing this. All right, y'all. Yeah, I think it, it, she probably is one of the leaders from BLM because... um. A lot of you might know that Candace went full head on um, outright war against like BLM, did a whole documentary on it. And it was wild. I don't know if I, I ended up record like uploading it, but one of the things about with Candace Owens that one of the things, right, I, I can't respect some of the things, well, a lot of the things that she says because it it comes down to principle for me too. So um, a lot of you know a lot of women were involved in it. I don't understand all too much of how, you know the money and how it went, but I think that the black community has a problem too with if you're putting in the work, then you should get paid. And then that's where some people start to get like a little salty with how much she was getting paid. I you know, eh, not the most popular opinion, right? If you are siphoning off the funds, then yeah, that could be a problem. But then again, like I said, this was most of it benefited black men. So I just, they might as well get paid for it. But I feel like um, there was a, a a clip of Candace going to a black woman's house. And the woman was was worried because these people descended on her house. And she was concerned because she was there with her, her child, which was a minor. I think like the kid was only seven. And you would think that Candace would understand as being a parent herself and how vulnerable it could be that I feel she could have done a more um, professional approach. Of course, you want to get the the clip and whatever and that type of thing, but you're just you're kind of doing too much. So and then the next thing that's showing up here. Yeah, y'all. I don't know if I can go through this. So now it says um, this guy, I guess that's who it is. It's a it's a black pookie. Pookie and Ray Ray with his hat on backwards with the American flag behind him. So you already know we're going to head into some bullshit. And he's put up the article that says new BLM head Cicely Gay has filed for personal bankruptcy three times. Hmm. So we got to talk about a great story. That is an example of why reparations will not work. And I've been making this argument for a long time. People and just to give you an idea of just how much of a clown show this is, he has, I, I cannot stand when guys wear their caps backwards. 
especially if their whole entire grown head. I don't know if he's trying to hide like male pattern baldness. Maybe that's something fresh and fit should look into, but um, and then I already mentioned like the whole flag in the background. But to add insult to injury, he's wearing a light pink shirt with a smiley face. Just clown shit. Clown shit. People don't necessarily like the argument. They just want the check. Okay, cut the check. Right. But the reality is, is that a lot of people simply don't know what to do with a check. Okay, if they get a check, uh, it's not like they're going to take the money and, you know, invest it and grow the money and create generational wealth with the money. Do something positive with the money. So I agree in that in um, the podcast that I did, I think this will allow me to kind of talk to specific talking points versus I was kind of giving my whole perspective without this kind of pushback or like the one-on-one. <clears throat> I, I think it's low-key funny. I think if if I were a white person in power, I would give people, black people their reparations for real, for real, because um, the if you know anything about the black community, we don't have a structure or enough of a framework to keep the money circulating within ourselves if you were to put it into any other community it will circulate it will touch at least four to seven times up to 12 times before it it goes outside of the community so that would be like the biggest stimulus check for the economy ever you know and when you use dumb phrases like one you know lift the tide it raises all boats or whatever we don't have the infrastructure, in, but I, I, but I don't think you get to pocket watch <clears throat> what people, what is due to people. I feel like, um, especially out here in California, we have labor laws. It, it could be a national, you know, United States thing, but in California, because um, we had to kind of study the labor laws out here. You cannot withhold someone's wages. So if they put in the the labor, you have to pay them. Right. But with that being said, and it and I don't know to what degree it's fairly recent, too, because I remember when I was working, I used to work as an officer dispatcher, security dispatcher. Um, And one of the supervisors, no coincidence, the there was one white male and one black male. The black guy wanted to hold my check. OK. And HR told him that he could not do that. Um. And um, so this is this is still fairly recent in the grander scheme of things. But when you pay somebody for labor, you don't get to dictate if they're going to use it to buy toothpaste, to buy baby wipes, to buy food, to buy gas, to pay their mortgage. If they've worked for the labor. They can do whatever it is that they want to do. And I don't think you get to pocket watch. You know, I, I think that if white people's biggest concern or this, you know, pookie guy, Pukiesha, Pukieta, because it, it's giving kind of feminine. But anyway, oh, I mean, leave alone. But anyways, 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 um, the biggest fear, if the biggest fear is kind of like, oh, they're which coincidentally, the whole reason why we're in this whole mess is because the dominant society was hoarding resources to begin with. So, but their concern is that it's going to be hoarded. There is, there will, there is no hoarding to be had. And I um talked about how, in my opinion, like I said, if I was white people, it would I wouldn't be bothered. I also because, like I said, if you if we're gonna go out and buy stuff, a lot of us would buy like cars, houses, 
you know, designer stuff. We we don't have enough this black designers that we would support. We listen. A lot of black people are gonna go out and spend their reparations on Gucci, Prada, and um, what's the other um blackface one? Gucci, Prada, and um, not Dolce. Uh, it will come. Oh, Burberry. A lot of black people are going to be stunting in those type of things, knowing damn well that they have a history of blackface. So I don't know why white people have anything to be concerned about. They're going to go out here and buy these, you know, automobiles that are not owned by anybody, you know, any black people. They're going to be going to a lot of this different stuff. It's just going to funnel money right back into within a matter of time. So I don't think you get to. Anyways, I think I've made my point on that. So let's just keep going. No, they're going to blow the money. Right. And that is true for probably a vast majority of those people who would receive a reparations check that they've been begging for so much. OK, they're going to blow it. Right. They're going to blow it. And then they're going to come back around and be asking for more money. OK, they're going to be asking for more reparations. And, hey, you didn't pay me enough. I'm broke again. Right. And if you don't believe me. All you have to do is just look at what's happening to BLM, okay? As allegedly, uh, they're headed towards... Well, that's a dumb correlation. So he's making the correlation between BLM and people needing reparations. And he's he's such a... Try not to use any more homonyms. Um, but that is not the best correlation um, to compare the two. I think human nature, period... That's how people are. But even when you look at um, like with the Indian reservations and stuff like that, they got reparations, but it's not the best situations or scenarios for them. But at the same time, I don't think that white people get to dictate, you know, how much damage they have done. They're going to have to pay for this for years to come. And I also do have a podcast where I talk about how because of the nature of reparations, there's karmic um, ties to it, and black men have their role in it. Black men were the ones who sold this off in the first place and didn't do anything to get us out of the whole situation either. So if they think that they're going to try to just bench... And another thing too, here's the other thing that I had said too. White people have no business really being scared about this. If they were smart, they would have been like, cut them their check like immediately because that money would be going out. These black men, if they didn't already marry white women, listen, white women, you think biracial, um, interracial marriages are a thing now, baby. Let me tell you, these white women would get to the bag, okay? Hispanic, like, especially, hmm, and I'm just talking from what I've seen, like, at my church or where I grew up in my community, talking about how, you know, they would pull a Byron Allen, they would pull a Nick Cannon, they would pull a Chris Brown, they would pull a Drake, they would pull a, you know, they would pull a um, Ray J thing, they would pull a Kanye, they would be, that money that, that, um, Three point million would go straight back into white community through marriage alone, you know. So I don't, I don't really understand what the whole problem is, from my perspective. Insolvency because they made very bad decisions when it comes to their finances. So I want to talk about this because this story is fascinating and it is a <sighs> example of again why you can't give some people money, right? 
so let's actually take a look at this story right here that's going to lead up to today. Uh, this article came out. And he's such a fool because you, I'm clearly looking, unless he's like a dark-skinned Indian or something, why would he talk against himself? Black Lives Matter is for his people. Reparations is for his people. Why would he shoot him like himself in both of his feet? <laughs> I'm intentionally saying that to be just as ignorant as he is. You talk about there's a there's a uh I think it's like a euphemism shooting yourself in the foot, but he's shooting himself not in one foot but in both. I don't uh, I might not even get through the whole um he's gonna try to read an article. Oh, here we go. June first, twenty twenty two. New BLM head, Cicely Gay, has filed for personal bankruptcy three times. Yeah, so I want you guys to understand what's going on here, right? Because this story is so ridiculous. BLM, the national group, hired a woman who went bankrupt three times to handle their finances, right? Again, this is who they hired to manage their finances. A woman that went bankrupt three times okay and you know there's a whole bunch of court documents and stuff like that detailing her finances and how irresponsible she is in regards to handling money okay but uh, allegedly according to blm she's qualified right she's qualified to handle the money fast forward to today you have this article that comes out from the daily mail about how black lives matter is headed for insolvency after plunging 8.5 million into the red but Founder Patrice Collins' brother was still paid $1.6 million for security services mm -hmm. in 2022, while sister of board member earned $1.1 million for consulting. I'm, I'm going to say that this is not the most popular opinion, but um, I, I don't like how black people pocket watch other people's black, uh, other people's money. I feel like... You know, and, and this is goes on both sides because, like I said, if anybody benefited a lot from this, it's going to still be black men. This um, the the brother was paid one point six for security services. I do, honestly don't have a problem with it, I think, on this side of things, because I was talking about how even moving to the future, um, the need for security and, and whatever, it, it really can get that high. It can really get that expensive, right? The other one here, so they want her to be in poverty. They're pocket watching, but then the sister also want, earned one point one million for consulting. I say this because, like, like I said, one of my exes was in government contracts and stuff. You can get paid really well for that type of stuff. It's just people probably black people just don't know. But um, there was something else I wanted to say. So let me see if he's gonna read anything else from here. Uh, it's a nonprofit that grew out of protest movement. Um, they didn't even spell hemorrhaging cash, financial records show. I will say this too. I think from the little clips that I saw from Candace Owens, I think that there was a misappropriation of funds, but I just don't understand why this guy would want to highlight that if he's one of the people, main people who would benefit the most from this. But they were spending money on like parties, like trans, a lot of trans stuff. So, eh. Let's see where he takes it. So, again, if you guys haven't figured out what's going on here, right, this company, or this nonprofit, that is, was set up simply to get a bunch of woke race hustler, communist, rich, right, off donations 
that came because of dead black men losing their lives at the hands of police officers and then the mainstream liberal media uh twisting the narrative uh to try to make it seem like some sort of i don't know racially motivated hate crime right because the vast majority of those lives that were lost were not racially motivated hate crimes they were actually justified okay But I'm telling y'all, remember, um, I was listening to the interview, and I'm not the first one to say it, I won't be the last. I was listening to the interview with Ken Billions and Maya Johnson, and she said, it's at a point where us women are not too happy with being around ex-wives, but it's to the point where black men are not even safe around themselves, and it's this type of energy like I said, wouldn't you think this would be in his best interest, him being a black male, to, and but for him to come out and say that they're justified? Y'all don't even like each other. That's why It hate crime, right? Because the vast majority of those lives that were lost were not racially motivated hate crimes. They were actually justified, okay? But because the race hustle in America is so lucrative, uh, you had groups like BLM that received massive amounts of donations from woke corporate America and idiots, right, that decided to donate to this cause of fighting against the white man and systemic racism. Again, turns out um, they got nothing out of it, right, except uh, a bunch of woke race hustling lesbians <laughs> getting rich, which is exactly what happened. And I think that's the main, that's the problem. I started my, like, you know, when you start to smell, wherever there's a smell of fart, there's shit coming. I already called it from the, right? Even my little dog, Bruno, agrees with it. <laughs> but no, like, that's that's their problem. They're mad that these black women made money off of it. Race hustling lesbians <laughs> getting rich, which is exactly what happened here. And nobody in the black community uh, saw any of this money, right? And it's... All go right, basically. So let's actually read the original source of this information from the Washington Free Beacon about BLM's struggling finances. Let's get into it. Black Lives Matter bled cash and suffered blistering investment losses in 2022, according to a copy of its tax return. I don't think he has, he doesn't have enough force because I'm re- reacting to this really raw, but he still decided to read this. When they say that certain people don't have foresight, this is an example right here. Because remember, a lot of us have been saying when you pour into that demographic, you're basically pouring into a black hole. There is no trying to save them or help them, right? So here it is, a a modern day experiment of what happens when you try to funnel money to protect them it's a black hole the same thing that happens happens to black women when they marry black men and their finances go down the same thing that when the average white woman marries a black male and the reason i say average white woman marries a black male unless he's like a basketball player or athlete or like a you know way up there like a kanye she, it's he's gonna leech off of her resources so much more that she's worse off than if she was with her white male counterparts, right? Anytime you put money into these type of things, it's just a waste of money. It's it's your you're talking about how 
this is like a modern day example or or sign like experiment of what happens when you funnel money into a black hole. You talk about how um black men have cost the economy fifty billion dollars a year. This is just further proof of that. I don't think you like listen, you might want to just wrap this up and, and um take it back down. But 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 again, he's he's so against even his own self. This is wild. Obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. Well, yeah, this is why Patrice Cullors says she was so afraid of taxes. Right? She's so afraid. Okay, gives her nightmares. Uh, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation ran an 8.5 million deficit and saw the value of his investment accounts plunge by nearly 10 million in the most recent tax year. Financial disclosures show the group logged a $961,000 loss on a uh, security sale of $172,000, suggesting the charity weather a staggering 85% loss. Uh, let me kind of skip ahead. A tax year, which uh, Patrice Cullors used to film herself baking peach cobblers. Yeah, this is the type of revolutionary content that they were talking about creating that's going to... You kind of have to low-key wonder why they hired black women and not black men because if she got as far as she did i can guarantee you it wouldn't have lasted as long and and or been as effective if it was being led by black men um listen i'm gonna do what the other guy did the dr rashid guy and i'm just gonna um mosey on out the gay who has filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy three times since 2005. Black Lives Matter did not return a request for a comment. Yeah, so... This yeah, anyways, y'all, I'm going to go. But that that's huge. And so I almost wonder, because of the title, it's not so much... It says, on clear, Black Lives Matter paid out lucrative contracting fees to friends, family, charity brought on new board. So they have a new board of directors. Yeah, this this title is misleading because I think what he meant to say is Black Lives um, Matter, um, like former whatever, headed for bankruptcy, but not the organization, not the nonprofit itself. So yeah, this is more more so about the um, advisor Cicely Gay than it is about BLM. Yeah, I I don't know. Listen, this is why. It really was a superb waste of time because he's trying to make it seem like it's Black Lives Matter. But anyways, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.